You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well, met fellow adventurers, so in the Previous, previously, we we found two black, square black gems for the Tausaloff or Staff of Bats, which we got, we got at the end of the Shattered Skull Saga, and they made made that staff a lot more powerful. And now, for some reason, in the cave where we found one of the gems, there's now a black egg. And every day, it's changing. And now let's look at the egg, egg again. You step into the cave and immediately move to the centre of, of the tall and broad stone chamber. The glow of your light spills over the uneven floor of the cave and splashes across the black egg, which, to your surprise, is now nearly the size of your fist. The thin, red ridges that crisscross the surface of the curious objects seem to become slightly more pronounced. Can I pick up the egg? You reach down to pick up the black egg, but as your fingers encroach upon the curious object, they are swiftly repelled by a powerful unseen force. Watch the egg. You watch the egg for several minutes. More than once you believe you observe the small, black, red-ridged objects twitching ever so slightly. And that's it. For today. Another day, another chance to check on the egg. You step into the cave and hurry to where you last viewed the small black egg. As the glow of your light falls upon the curious object, you're stunned to discover it is now roughly as large as your head. The thin red ridge, the thin red ridges that crisscross the surface of the strange egg, have also grown 
and donned an even deeper crimson hue. Yep, definitely dynamic of some sort. Now, a particular item may be of use here. It's going to be tell. It's going to be the tell or staff of bats. Use it. You hold out the tails toff towards the egg, and immediately the wedge ridge is crisscrossing its surface, emit a brilliant crimson glow. The glow fades rapidly. A deep sense of dread comes over you in the wake of your action with the staff. With a muddle of disjointed and unpleasant thoughts clouding your mind, you turn and make your way out of the cave. And that's enough for now. So, time to check on that egg again. You step into the cave and move to the spot where you last looked upon the black egg. Only to have your heart skip a beat as your eyes fall upon the strange object, which is now almost half the size of you. The crimson ridges that crisscross the surface of the strange egg seem to have broadened, and a sickly grey ooze seeps from around their edges. You spend a few moments watching the large black egg and are almost unnerved to take note it is twitching almost constantly. It's going to hatch soon. And that's that for today. Time to check on that egg again. You step into the cave and cautiously move through the dark. Your path lit by a put by the pool of radiance spilling forth from your trusted light. As you approach the black egg, which still rests in the middle of the board chamber, you are shocked and dismayed to discover that it's nearly tripled in size since you've last laid your eyes upon it. The strange, crimson-wedged object is now larger than you! Streams of thick, pungent grey ooze flow steadily from the edges. Of the red ridges that crisscross the surface of the egg. The egg now twitches almost perpetually, and now and again a violent shudder runs through the mysterious container. I think it's, it's better hatch soon, because otherwise we'll end up with a mountain sized egg, and that'll just be bad for everybody. Actually, it's bad for, it's bad for a lot of people as it is. And that's it for now. Checking on the egg again. Gripping your trusty light tightly and exercising extreme caution with every step, you move into the dark interior of the cave to where the black egg lies. As you draw near to the strange object, you're once again in awe of the changes that has undergone since you last laid eyes upon it. The egg is now roughly three times your size and its perpetual, gentle twitches and occasional shudders have been replaced by steady tremors. Small cracks have appeared on the surface of the egg, from which seeps the same pungent grey ooze that runs out from the edges of the crimson ridges that crisscross its surface. You fear it won't be long. Do whatever, whatever is inside the massive, trembling container makes its way out and that is it for today all right let's check on this egg again with your heart pounding and your thoughts wasting you cautiously step into the dark interior of the cave 
as your pool of light spills over the middle of the broad chamber's uneven floor, your eyes widen. Where the massive black egg was lies nothing but shards of its thick shell, covered with a layer of pungent grey ooze. Half expecting to face whatever horror hatched out of the nightmarish egg, you wildly thrust your light into the far corners of the cavernous chamber, only to discover, much to your relief, that you are alone. A quick search of the shattered remains of the egg turns up nothing of interest. You're about to leave when your eyes are drawn to something scrawled on the wall just inside the cave mouth. You step closer and raise your light, revealing a single word written in what appears to be blood in damp stone. It's throngly. With little desire to linger in the cave, you commit the word to memory step out into the welcome light of day. Alright, out of the cave now. Hmm. Who would know about Funley? Uh, I don't know, the Guildmaster? Explore the city. Blade Square. Buildings. Small windowless building with a green door. Here I go. Let's see the Guildmaster. Converse with the Guildmaster, Thrunley. The Guildmaster's eyes narrow, and for a moment he is silent. Then, he smiles and nods his head. It's been a long time since I last heard that name spoken, he says slowly, as if, as if it's sounding has stirred up some old memories. Thrunley is a small village north of the city, the edge of one of the older forests. It's also one place I know of. One place I know, near which yet stands one of the ancient praying sten- sen- sentinels. Other than the one near Thurmley, I'm not certain any of the, there are any of the nine to be found anywhere. I wish you luck and whatever endeavour might take you up that way. You thank the Guildmaster for the information he's able to provide you. And wonder if you shouldn't immediately start for the village. Now there's a link for the praying sentinels. The praying sentinels were nine enchanted statues. Each one resembling an armoured warrior knelt in prayer. That's believed to have been created during the age of Alduin. It has long been thought that the statues once, can, once contained powerful magic. That served to protect the world from the gnomic invasion. Which is some magic we really need right now. <laughs> I assume the West are shattered, which is why demons are invading. It's not known if any of the monuments remain standing. The Guildmaster's eyes narrow and he asks, As if you've yet been to the village. I can assure you I don't know the nature of your business there, he says. But the village isn't far, and the last of the praying sentinels is but a stone's throw from it. You should perhaps go there and see it for yourself. What happens if I... What if I ask about it again? Yeah, it's the same. Alright, let's go to Thronley. Leaving the guild hall to the city gates. Travel. Funley is a location near Trithic. 
So I can, you can get there very quickly. Nestled between a broad expanse of open fields to its south and the thick arm of an ancient forest to its north, Thrunley is a small and respectable settlement those inhabitants proudly proclaim. They can trace their ancestors back as far as the founding of Trithic. With no inn, tavern or any other such public house in the village, Thrunley serves solely as a place where its few citizens, farmers and craftsmen, Beautifully, dutifully perform their daily toil and quietly retire with the setting of the sun. No pub! No pub! What kind of village is this with no pub? That's ridiculous. I mean, everyone's going to be miserable without a pub. Going to be miserable. Alright, I guess. I guess the only thing for it well, someone's going to have to build a pub there. <laughs> An easy feeling comes over you as you stroll through the village. And you so realise, suddenly realise you see no other living soul in Thrumley. The entire village appears to be recently abandoned. As you cast your gaze warily along the village's narrow main thoroughfare, towards the dark line of trees that form the edge of the forest to the north, According to what you learn from the guildmaster, it is in these, in those woods, that you will find the last remaining praying tentacle, perhaps an answer to this dark, mysterious village. Head into the forest. The tangled, ancient forest north of Frunley proves challenging to navigate, and after several, several forced detours, once to avoid a wide bogs, and several times to skirt nearly impenetrable thickets. You find yourself on the northern side of a broad rocky slope, staring down at the ancient monument that you entered the wood seeking, the base of the hill covered in moss and bearing the telltale marks of its ancient origin, stands the towering statue of an armoured warrior knelt in prayer, his head resting against the hilt of his sword. You are gazing upon what is perhaps the last of Praying Sentinels. Alright. Hmm. Now I assume Demon probably doesn't like this sort of thing. Well, what? 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 what, what what's this? Ah, oh, temporary internet. Uh, temporary internet problem. But it's fixed now. Alright. As you cautiously approach the cracked, moss covered monument, a familiar sense of dread wells up from the pit of your stomach as the tall, slender figure of a green-robed woman suddenly steps out from behind the praying tentacle. The woman's pale, green-hued skin and the thin set of curling horns protruding from the side of her head betray her long, non-human origin. You note a pair of talon-tipped, leathery wings folded against her back. Your every instinct streams at you to flee immediately, but you find yourself unable to look away from her. The woman's eyes widen as her gaze falls upon Tao Soth, and she grins, revealing a mouthful of long, needle-like fangs. You are wise to a wife bearing such a gift, she says softly. Let us see if you are willing to continue on the path of wisdom. The strange woman places her hand on the praying tentacle, 
sentinel and glances at the ancient monument. When the magic was new in ages past, they were most effective, he says softly. But there is no strength left in them now. Still, there remain guardians in this world, both numerous and powerful. For they are not often in a form that many would recognise or appreciate. Not only that your defeat of the spirits in the cave remove the one true obstacle that has long delayed my arrival. Oh, bugger. It's all my fault. Your thoughts immediately turn to the cave of four spirits and your battle with the ghosts that lurked within the desolate lair. Your victory over the spirits in the cave gave you one of the black gems that is now affixed to the tip of the Talsoth. It was also after the victory that the strange egg appeared the device inside which this strange being was apparently delivered into this world. I shall give you a chance to spare the soul, your soul the torment. It will surely face beneath my claws, snarls the woman, her demeanour rapidly worsening. For those of my master, who I, who I doubt you would readily extend, to whom I doubt would readily extend your pardon, give me the staff and you will be rewarded to defy my will is to defy my master for I galling thin need not warn you of the peril attached to such a woe gesture okay who is the master it's Jaloth the three headed demon lord Jaloth is said to be a direct servant of Ichthion to believe that this towering monstrosity dwells somewhere in the vast, neverous, neverous realm of vast, nightmarish, neverous realm of Oxius, which is the worst place. Mm. You now have little doubt. Doubt, doubt that the winged, green-skinned woman standing before you has identified herself as Gorlin, is indeed one of the four legendary servants of Jowloth, the demon lord, who is said to have long ago fought Talsaloth. There's a link for Gorlin now. Gorlin, the mighty demoness Gorlin, is said to be one of the four greater de Demons who directly serve the demon Lord Jowsoff. Okay, I'm getting my way up the org chart. Alright, I'm just two two levels below the great demon himself. Which is something. Of course, these are two very, very big levels. Alright. It appears that Jowoff's and his minions are now keen to reclaim the weapon. So I've got three options. Give the towels off to the old road woman, which would save my skin and probably doom a lot of other people. Because, you know, demon and all that. Yeah, it's a demon giving a powerful weapon to a demon. Very bad idea. I could refuse the offer. That would, of course, make her angry. Or, 
I could attack her and deal with the problem that I caused. I'm going to attack her. I'm going to attack her with the Simmering Silver Mace. Uh, what would happen if I equip the Taos off? Uh, if I equip the Taos off, my attack goes to 227. Yeah, okay. You know what? Even though it lowers my stats, I'm going to attack her with the Taos off. Because it just feels appropriate to, to beat her on the head with the very weapon she was seeking. Attack her! One who bears such arrogance in the face of immortality is not worthy of the master's staff, cries the demoness as she nimbly leap, leaps several feet to the right, landing spryly on her feet and easily dodging your initial assault. You will now know terror! The demoness unhinges her jaws and unleashes a piercing shriek as the broad, talon-tipped, leathery wings folded against her back slowly spread outwards. Her greenish skin weaves as her smooth flesh is rapidly replaced with a coat of coarse emerald scales. The mighty Gorthlin, servant of Jawath, hisses viciously as she leaps towards you, her powerful wings beating the air and her deadly plaque black claws outstretched before her. You bravely prepare to meet the attack of the demoness. Alright. Let's give her a go. Begin combat with Gaunt-Sin. Alright. It's still 3 plus. Now this used to be just about one of the hardest fights in the game. But, you know, you know how it is with games. Stats keep going up and up and up and up and previously impossible foes become possible but at least the with the way with with the way the combat worlds work you never end up one-shotting anything the demoness swipes at you with her deadly claws because no matter how High your how high your MR rating is, you can only ever do thirty nine damage when you roll a twenty. That's just how it works. I now just went into battle rage. Ah, oh, you tricked me. The touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill the length of your body for twelve damage. Yep, yeah, and she has a lot of health. It's more than a thousand. Alright, another deathly chill. Deathly chill for 17 damage. Let's keep bringing her down. Bringing her, bringing her down. Into the ground and so on. Going to battle rage again. What do you even do to the people here? Hey, hey, What do you do to the people? I'm going to battle rage again. And also, I'm not giving you this staff. I'm just beating you to death with it. Ah, and she is slain. She probably won't stay slain. 760 XP. No, no, 780 XP. And... 2048 experience to general.
Glaunt in, staggers backwards and topples to the ground. You're about to leap forward to make certain she does not rise again, when the mighty demoness suddenly vanishes. Dismayed, fearing that she may have escaped defeat, you rush forward, forward to spot, to the spot where she fell and examine the ground, with no trace of the demoness remains. You are indeed worthy to carry the master's staff. This is a voice to your right. You spin in the direction of the sound and find yourself nearly face to face with the demoness. She appears to bear no signs of the recent battle, and the thick emerald scales that cover her thick torso have once again been replaced by smooth green skin. Beyond all hope, you are worthy. May the may you serve the staff well. Ooh. Ooh, me serving the staff, rather than the staff serving me. That is ominous. I am definitely going to store, to store this staff as soon as I get the chance. Because whatever evil stuff it's planning, it can't do it if it's in a box a hundred miles from me. Can it? Can it? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to have to put it in a box. And I'm going to have to buy a warded strong box to put it in. Yes. Yes, I'll have to do that later. You are. Alright. A low pulsing hum suddenly fills the air. The ominous sound. Sound sending a chill the length of your spine. Four swirling black portals open behind the demoness. Two on each side of the praying sentinel. Four pulsing shadowy orbs hurl out of the inti decks of the vortexes and streak towards you. You instinctively attempt to dodge the spears, but they quickly change course. Course and in unison pass right through you. 188 damage, bringing me down to one health. I'm so close to death, death that I'm violating social di- di- distancing protocols with death. You collapse to the ground as everything goes black. Your mind is filled with morbid visions. 2,048 experience to all skills and powers. That's a lot. That's a lot of experience. The vision of a cloaked stranger on a wain-swept street passes in and out of your thoughts. 8,192 experience to necromancy. And that's on top of the 2,000, so I'm actually getting 10,000 experience to necromancy. A smiling face, weaved in golden hues, floats towards you out of the darkness. The smile transforms into a wicked grin, and your face and the face suddenly retreats. And uh, 1,024 experience to general. That's still nice, but compared to the previous two, not as impressive. You awake with a start and, and painfully regain your feet. Much to relief, there is no longer any sign of the demoness. The pulsing black spears or the four portals is opened. Apart from the weariness in your limbs 
and the dull ache coursing through your body. There is no evidence to suggest she was ever here at all. After taking a few minutes to search the area, including a close examination of the praying sentinel, you at last conclude you are indeed alone in the forest. With no reason or desire to remain here even a moment longer, you turn and make your way out of the woods. You've nearly... You've nearly reached the edge of the forest when you suddenly become aware of something around your throat. Your hand shoots up to your neck and your and your fingers fall upon a cold piece of iron dangling from a thin chain. When, when at last you're ready to continue, step out of the woods and make your way into the village. Note, to examine what is hanging around your neck, view your items and look under the armour neck section. Alright, armour neck. Armour neck, Gornthlin's eye. What? It unequipped. It unequipped the snake's head medallion. Well, that is just cheeky. That is cheeky. Okay. This small, opaque black gem is fitted into the centre of this ornate iron amulet. This strange item appears around your neck following your defeat of Gorn Thin in the forest north of Frontley. Equipping this amulet will augment the powers of the Talsoth. Okay, how much is it augmented? Okay, it's augmented by what? The four? Because the melee rating is now 35. There's also plus five extra versus undead, plus five extra versus demons. Is, is, is that because... Yeah. Okay, I'm going to unequip that thing. Well, well, we equip the snake's head medallion. That's lowered my total stats. Yeah, yeah, the plus, the plus extra versus undead and versus demons is because of Golden's eye. Yeah, so even with that eye, my stats are still a lot lower than they would be with Shimmering Silver Mace and, and Glittering Ice Shield. So, I'm, okay, I'm just going to go back to my regular equipment now. Shimmering Silver Mace, Glittering Ice Shield. Right, way out of the village. On your return to Thrunley, you are both startled and pleased to find the village is no longer deserted. The, vi the citizens of the small outlying settlements are busy going about their daily affairs and appear to have no knowledge of the dire events that so recently took place in the forest to the north. As you move through the village, you stop and ask several people where everyone was when you previously arrived only a short while ago. After retrieving several questioning glances and a few wild eyes in response, you conclude the villagers are oblivious to their own disappearance. With no desire to raise any unnecessary concern, you decide, wisely decide to refrain from any further inquiries into the strange and ultimately unexplained matter. Yep. Alright. 
Here we are, nestled. Yeah. All right, the first two paragraphs are the same. Switching to the following. Following the departure of the demon caught in, the small village is once again bursting with life. All indications are the citizens of Fulham. We have no recollection of either their sudden disappearance or equally sudden reappearance. And you can't help but feel this is probably for the best. Best adventures recently here, just me. Because people only go here once and most people don't go here because you got to pay 880 and you only reward okay i mean that, that all skills and powers thing is nice but it's not 880 nice is boosting up a weapon that's still going to be weaker than your uh, other option although admittedly if i didn't have the glittering ice shield and just had to settle for a regular shield then it would be more powerful. But you're going to get the glittering ice shield at some point. So, no, you, you don't. You don't. Okay. Now let's go talk to the guildmaster. About what we've just discovered. So I think there's one last little little chat to have. Lay the square. Bullets and flank the square. To the adventurous collective. Guildmaster. Converse with the Guildmaster. Finally, the Guildmaster listens to your account of your battle with the Demoness and your stunning victory over the mighty Gorn Thin. When you finish your tale, he steps forward and lays his hand upon your shoulder. A strange but pleasant warming sensation passes through you as the Guildmaster's hand presses firmly into your shoulder. Another 1,024 experience to general. Sort of a pity I never really use general experience, but still, it is nice, it's nice. It's my simple pleasure to impart to you just some of what I've learned along the way, he says, a faint smile creasing the lower and only visible portion of his face. Well done again, Zoop. And that is, I think, the end of that. Yeah, and that is the end of that. Alright, now. Now, considering how awful and creepy and horrible the Tower Soft is, time, I'm going to store that away where it can't do anyone any harm. Hopefully. Alright, visit your storage warm. Store the items you're carrying. Alright, store the Talsof, store Gauntlin's Eye, and uh, store the Stone Sigil Wing. Okay. Store, yep, okay, three more things are stored. Okay, now also, once we're here, over previous encounters... Oh, off screen, we got two, two icons, so let's identify them now. Wood icon of legendary agility, wood icon of enhanced might, 32 XP to Arcania. Let's just have a look at those. 
Wood icon of legendary agility. Agility to plus one. This small square glowing icon is crafted out of solid wood. It's obvious that the strange object is not of this world. The likeness of a leaping stag is etched onto its surface. Uh, enhanced might. The likeness of a clenched fist is etched onto its surface. Plus one might. Alright, and, and that's that. Alright, back to my residence. Saving. So in the next episode, we will we will do something about this death hex that we just got. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.